Hello, and welcome to the Travel Loving Moms podcast. I'm your host, Penny. I have the pleasure of talking with moms from all over the world who travel with their kids. They share their travel stories, how-to tips, and advice with us. I am sure you will enjoy listening to them as much as I enjoy talking with them. All right then, let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode four, where I'll be talking with Sandra from Wilding in Bloom. She is a single mom to one special needs daughter. They traveled across country in a camper van and they enjoy food, culture, and connecting with people. I'd like to welcome Sandra to the show today. Hi, Sandra. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you today? I'm good. <laughs> Sandra, could you tell us more about you and your daughter? Um, well, yes. So my daughter and I, um, we are, uh, you know, we're Hispanic, uh, of Dominican descent and, um, we live here in Miami, Florida. And, uh, we just, you know, for me, I've always been a traveler. I mean, I kind of think I come from like a gypsy family in terms of my father. He's, uh, lived in five continents, um, was always a traveler. My mother as well, just loved traveling culture. And I knew that, it's just like a burning thing inside of me where it's like, I, I, I do want to discover, you know, this, this great world that we have, you know, and sometimes if I get too stagnant in one place, I, it's like, no, I, I need to discover something. So I knew that I wanted to do the 50 States, but if you think about doing the 50 States, you know, you're just kind of like, okay, how, how am I going to do that? You don't want to do, you know, airfare or plane that, that costs too much. So I was like, you know what? I think this summer I am going to rent a van. <laughs> and we are going to go cross country mm-hmm. together. And, um, and that was it. And I started planning three months out. I started to watch the van lifers on YouTube, started seeing how they were doing it, what kind of van I wanted to purchase. And um, little by little, that's how I, I knew, you know, I started doing it. Moms that were van lifers as well. And of course, RVers. Mm-hmm. And I just, Studied, researched, did all my due diligence, bought the van, and then one day on June 10th, I got on the road and I left. I think that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're doing exactly what I'm about to start doing. So that's that's very exciting. And we'll get into more of that in just a moment. So you were telling me yeah. before this show that your daughter is 10. Um, yes. And she travels with you. So y'all did a month just during the summer y'all traveled? Uh, so what we did was we traveled for five months, mm-hmm. five months on the road until I came back here to Miami, Florida. So we went from Miami, Florida, all the way up to Maine, mm-hmm. from Maine, we're all the way across to California, Los Angeles. Wow. Yes. So we saw the Niagara Falls. Uh, we saw the Utah Salt Flats. Um, I mean, just beautiful things. Nature. We met a lot of people. And I just think it was one of the most courageous things I, I feel I've ever done in my life. And I feel that it was necessary for, for her too, just bonding with ourselves, you know, bonding with each other and teaching her an alternative way of life. I knew that, um, I wasn't going to be a van lifer permanently, just personally for me. I, I know that I, you know, I like my apartment or my house, but I knew that it was something I wanted to teach her mm-hmm. that there are alternative lifestyles. 
and you don't have to fit into something into a box like everyone else. Right. Oh, I love it. And I have like thousands of questions running through my head for you. (laughs) (laughs) So when you decided on a van, did you um, purchase, what kind of van did you purchase and and how did you fix it up for y'all to be able to travel? Okay. So, um, you know, I wish, cause I used to see some of these, um, YouTubers, right. And they always have their dads and their uncles yeah. and everyone that was going to help them, you know, convert the van that you're wanting, you know, to, to have the wood in the inside and all these things. Well, unfortunately I don't have that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really have a support system. I honestly, um, I'm a family of like just four of us and two of them live out of state. So it's just me and like my sister here. So I don't really have that male presence uh, the typical male presence that that's going to help with all the wood and saws and stuff like that. It's it, for, for, to do that. It was me. It was going to be all on me. So I said, okay, what van could I purchase? That was going to be like, you know, kind of easier or, you know, that I could fit a queen size bed in there. Cause I knew that I wanted to sleep. Well, mm-hmm. some people have to decide what they want to do. Like, do they want a little bigger kitchen or, or what, or do they want portable things in there? Are they going to do the wood? Like I was saying, mm-hmm. I said, I wanted to convert whatever van I was going to get and really go to go to work with the wood. But I started to see that it was I was in a little bit over my head. And I so I decided to that I was going to do everything in there. Very portable, mm-hmm. very portable, because I, I was finally clear with myself. It wasn't going to be a permanent thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, OK, I started to go to the women van lifers and I was like, what van do they have? And so there was this one van lifer. Her name is Ho- Hobo Alley, and she had a Dodge ram 3500 the extended version uh-huh. and when i saw her she was a little little petite girl driving this huge van i was like hmm i can do that i can pull if she can pull that off i can pull that off and that was it i started hunting for you know dodge 3500s and um i saw everything that she was saying about what it had problems with what it didn't and um i said this is going to be the van and i paid i found it on i think what's up that's something that we have here. It's called not what's up. Um, offer up over here in Miami, Florida. It's kind of like a Craigslist type thing. Mm-hmm. And I purchased it, I think for 2,500. Wow. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got to talk another time offline. Cause <laughs> you, <laughs> you just don't know me and you have a connection that you don't even know about yet. <laughs> Wow, oh, wow. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's women that run with the wolves. I think yeah. that that's what we are called. Women that are just courageous enough to go, you know what? I'm doing this. And it doesn't matter how crazy someone thinks I am or, you know, what I'm judged about or not, or even if they love it, it doesn't really matter. I know I'm doing it. And that's it. Yes. <laughs> I hear you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Now, so how did you end up build? What did you do? You said you put everything mobile in it. So you would. Right. So I went ahead and I started, you know, looking for things online, things that I knew that I was going to need if I stayed in like the Walmart parking lots or if I stayed in the campgrounds, like what would I need? Um, So first I did kind of like the um, the blackout curtain tint. So when I knew what I wanted to sleep, it was going to be blacked out. I went to Michael's to get some of the fabrics that I needed to cover the windows in in my van, I had like a real queen size mattress, but I had it on a queen size cot. So the, it was a portable cot that I could take on the campgrounds if I wanted to. I had portable chairs, 
mm-hmm. you know, to like eat with like a little table. I had a portable stove. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. That's anything I had was like portable lamps, portable lanterns, everything that I can take in from my van outside to camp if I needed to go camping. Mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. It's awesome that you thought outside the box too. You weren't in like you said that normal because I watch thousands of van life built or van builds and it gets overwhelming after a while because I'm the same way. I don't have someone who could help me build mine out when I start doing it. So I'll be I'll be doing it and I can't afford twenty thousand dollars for someone else to do it for me. So I think that's right. awesome and you are very courageous to do that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because you see some of these women and they have the beautiful sprinter vans and you're like, wow, what is that? Like 40,000, 30,000 to to get someone to do it for you. And I think that's awesome. Uh, But no, I just know that I wanted the adventure and I was going to do it no matter what it looked like, as long as I was comfortable. Love it. You're awesome. (laughs) So awesome. (laughs) So you got the van, you've got it fixed up and everything. Y'all are going to hit the road. What how did you decide your trip and where y'all were going to go? Okay, so I knew that my dream was to get to California. Um, I was raised in California. I was born in New York City, and uh, my family moved to California when I was um, kindergarten. So I, that must have been like, what, four or five years old? We, we moved to L.A. because um, my father was like, you know, an actor and wanted to pursue his like acting career out there. So we went to California. And so I was in California from kindergarten to third grade. And then we moved over here to Florida. So I always knew I wanted to go back to California, you know, and really check it out. So I was like, okay, this van is going to get me there. But I knew that I also wanted to go to New England. That was another road trip dream of mine to see all of New England. And, and, and so I said, you know what, we're going to go up and then we're going to go across, you know, um, I had visited prior States before, like, I think I was, uh, I was at 25 States before I started after I finished my trip. I'm, I'm now at 37 with, you know, yeah. With adding in those new States. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it was more just California. I knew that I was like, whatever I do, the destination has to be there because there was so much to see in California. And so did you get to go back to where you, you know, grew up in California at the time? Okay. So no, the only thing I didn't get to do was to go where I grew up at because it just, it was so quick. Um, I I do have to tell you the story. My van kind of broke down by the time I got to California, it broke down in California. So it did the goal, which was to get me there. (laughs) But as soon as I got there, it broke down in like Jackson County or something, California. It was like kind of out of Sacramento. So, um, I, I was staying with like, um, uh, a couch surfing woman that like helped me. And I told her my, my, the whole thing, what I was going through and I was just going to have to get tickets back home. Um, so I was going to have to either see what was wrong with the van, sell it or, or, you know, see what was wrong. So someone did like a little baby diagnostic on it. And they were basically saying that it was, you know, it was kind of a total loss. Like it was the transmission. So, and and that transmission on that van was going to cost way more than what I had paid for it. So I knew, okay, that's it. It got me here. I really wanted to sell the van, but I'm going to have to just take a little total loss on it. So I asked the junkyard to come pick it up mm-hmm. and I got my tickets, um, like a bus to Los Angeles. I at least got to see Los Angeles and then we went back home. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so the van did its job, but the van, you know, ended up finally going to 
a little junkyard because it broke down on me. But I, I wished we called her Evie the Explorer. India named her. So I said, you know what? No matter what, I'm very appreciative to Evie because she she gave us the trip of a lifetime. Yeah. And for twenty five hundred dollars that I paid for her. That's amazing. She got all the way up to to Maine and all that and then all the way across country. That is amazing. Yeah. So it's like I couldn't have been mad. I was like, hey, man, you know, listen, she got us here. So that was good enough. I was very grateful. How did your daughter enjoy y'all's time out on the road? Um, she you know what? She really you always get kind of worrisome. I think sometimes you think about the kids, how are the kids going to like it? But I think that she just adapted so well. Obviously I made it where everything was very fun and adventurous and made sure like, um, part of our theme was coffee and parks. So I would kind of like see if I would review some of the coffees in every state we went and then she would review like the parks, mm -hmm. you know, and some of the food. So when we were in Philly, you know, we'd get a Philly cheesesteak. When we were in Chicago, we'd get a deep dish pizza when we, you know, so I kept her always being prepped for the next place. Like, okay, so we're going here. You know, what are you going to want to eat? What do you want to do? And just kind of made it really fun. And so she just thought this whole thing was just this one big adventure. And um, she loved it. She played with parks. She made friends everywhere she went. Mm -hmm. And um, she adapted really, really well. That's awesome. I love how um, you were letting her be a part of that, too, by sharing her experiences with the parks. Mm -hmm. That's really cool, too. Hey, so sorry to interrupt the podcast, but I just wanted to share with you that we have some T-shirts and stuff available if you'd like to support the podcast through that way. Um, you can, we sell them through Teespring, and we have our links on Instagram and Facebook. Also, if you need anything done like building a landing page for your business or you need some hashtags for Instagram or you need some proofreading done on emails and blog posts, I'm available for that. I'm at fiverr.com slash penny is a VA. I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. What is the one thing you wish you knew before you started traveling, before y'all hit the road in the van? I don't know. I think that the GPS sometimes would get a little scary. Like, uh, I wish I would have brought, well, a map or something, because sometimes what I'd have to do, like when I got to New England, like I remember I was there was one port of Vermont that we were so high north in Vermont that we just lost signal. There was a lot of times I lost signal. And if you're going through GPS to get to the next place, you know, I would write it down always. I'd always write down whenever I started because one of my rules was that I was only on the road in the daytime. I never rode at night, mm -hmm. never. Wherever I was, as soon as the sunset was hitting, I would stop, you know, and we would rest wherever we were. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that not having something, maybe some sort of other GPS system that could back me up, because there, there were moments, that was the only little two moments that I was scared. Thank God I, I'm, I'm very good with directions and intuition. And I had to use my intuition on in a, in a lot of them. Mm -hmm. But something that would back me up in, when the GPS would go down that I could, you know, that I could go to. Right. Besides my little scribbly notes. <laughs> yes. I, I can't imagine me trying to read a map, but I'm, I'm with you on that because our yeah. Our phones are not guaranteed and GPS is crazy. I've gone to some places too. I'm like, why did you even bring me here? This makes no sense, you know? Um, right. Yeah. And right. I, 
I do hear a lot of RVers or a lot of families that still take the printed maps, which is really cool. So that's a good a good tip to have when you're traveling. Yeah. Well, it sounds like y'all had some fun. What was your favorite part of it? Oh my gosh, that is always hard, right? When they're asking you, um, <laughs> if I have to pick one place that emotionally moved me, moved me to tears was Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, just even talking about it, I don't know why I get sentimental, but the water, the power of mother nature, seeing it in front of me what was just like, you could see it a million times in pictures, but when you are there, is just breathtaking like and there was a rainbow it was a rainbow the day that I went with the water just I mean strongly pouring down right there beside me I was like wow that's amazing and 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 it's a tie between that and and Napa Valley I'm not sorry not Napa Valley um Lake Tahoe Lake Tahoe in California is one of the most beautiful breathtaking lakes uh, I've ever seen it's just so serene so beautiful I'd have to go with those two instead of just picking one. <laughs> That's fine. Yes. You see, like with all the videos you watch and stuff of people traveling and they go to Niagara Falls, I can imagine that it's very, very different being there in person than just seeing it through someone's lens, you know? Right. Because I think when you see Niagara Falls, I think for me, I've always seen people like in raincoats and they just have this like face like, oh, here, okay, I'm here by a waterfall. Just like, oh, okay. You don't see anything spiritual about it. But I didn't have a raincoat or anything. I know that I just went. And when I went, I felt like I had that water, maybe because I have a connection to water. I just felt like a spiritual, like, I don't know, enlightenment for me that day because the water, you get, it's so powerful. You're hearing it. It takes over. The noise is so loud of water. Mm-hmm. that it's like, it's so much power. You, you, you understand the power that it has. So no, it's a different experience for me, the way I took it. Do you think that y'all would do another trip like that or any kind of trip internationally or anything? Okay. So I was going to say to do that again. No, that was a one-time thing. That was a lot of driving. Mm-hmm. Cause what's, what's ironic about the road trip is that I don't like driving. Mm. <laughs> at all I don't like driving at all I'm such a like New York City kind of walking girl like I love walking Mm -hmm. so for me to be you know driving I really didn't like it but I love traveling so I knew that this was something I had to do if I wanted to see and discover what I wanted Mm -hmm. um so would I do it again no not at all um but uh, my travelings have just begun so um I'm definitely gonna you know do um you know, like traveling international and I want to, you know, go to Bali and Thailand. And there's many beautiful places I want to take India to that are just, how do I say this? Um, more spiritual, uh, based, you know, a lot of enlightenment things. I really like that. A lot of enlightenment countries that have a lot of spiritual uh, backing behind it. Yes. And so is that your, two-year, five-year, 10-year plan to start doing that? I think two years. Like, definitely, I'm I'm going to be 38 in two weeks. February 2nd is my birthday. And I, for my 40th, I definitely want to say that I've been to Indonesia, that I've been to Bali or, or you know, Thailand. Yeah. Well, happy early birthday. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> now, do you have any advice for traveling with kids on the road? Any advice for kids on the road? Um, I would say, you know, even though 
you want to be this alternative mom to and get them out into nature, get them to doing things. There's something about technology that they still love and that they need. And, and, and my advice is, you know, if, you know, you, if, if they ask for their iPads or things like that, you know, you don't, don't neglect it. You could, you could give it to them as well because you're giving them so much in terms of nature and really living life and, and, you know, and, and doing it differently that if, if she asked for the iPad, I think that anything that calms them down, whether you don't agree with it or not, bring it. Don't, don't get too serious with, with that, right. you know, cause I know there's alternative mothers that I have that they're like, no, I don't want any tech time. And it's like, well, if they really ask for it, you know, for me, I would say advice for me, do whatever makes them happy. Mm-hmm. Like if they like it, give it to them a little bit because you're giving them 98% nature anyway. So if 2%, they just want something for 30 minutes of one day. I don't think it's that bad. I would say a little bit of tech time doesn't hurt. Now, yeah. since we're talking in January of 2020, I've been asking the moms, do you have any new year's resolutions? New year's resolution. Um, my resolution is to uh, get my apartment get my apartment and my car and get my base that I've been looking for, like a stable kind of base. And then, and then really just vacation the way I've been wanting, you know, uh, cause I, I've kind of been doing it a little gypsy and nomadic for, you know, for these good five, six months. Like I'm still right now in nomadic kind of world where I'm on a work assignment right now and working. And, and so, you know what I mean? I still don't have kind of my place. So definitely my resolution is to get a base, a base that's mine. That's my apartment, something that I work with here. And then I vacation. And thanks, Sandra, so much for being a guest on the show today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's my first time being interviewed. (laughs) Well, it's my pleasure to have you. Um, Where can we follow you at? Okay, so you can follow me. Actually, um, I actually have a show as well. It's called Living Miami Show. Mm -hmm. And um, you can find me on Instagram. It's living.miamishow, where we speak about just relationships and life situations. And it's a a perspective from a woman's perspective, me, Sandy, and uh, my my co-host, Will, um, a man's perspective on on relationships and, and, you know, our opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, so we based that out of here in Miami and also my personal page, which is Brammy Sandra. Oh, mm-hmm. seven. And, um, yeah, you know, it's, I go into a little bit more depth there because my wilding in bloom was more of my travel, but my personal page, you know, you can see anything I'm kind of doing on a day to day. Okay, great. And I'll make sure to have those links and that's cool. Congrats on your, um, would y'all call it a podcast or do you just call it a show? Well, it's a show, but we're definitely going to have a podcast as well coming up soon and interview some locals and just the whole scene of Miami as well. Awesome. Sounds like fun. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Until next time, may your family be blessed and your travels be awesome. Wow, I hope you enjoyed the show as much as I did. I just love listening to the moms to share their stories and their tips with us. If you'd like to hear more episodes, you can subscribe and listen on Spotify and Apple Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Pinterest at Travel Loving Moms. 
You can also go to our website at travellovingmoms.com where we have some resources. We have uh, all the guest information. We have a shop on there also. We have some great t-shirts that we just designed and we just started the shop this year. One more thing, if you'd like to be a guest, you can go to travellovingmoms.com slash be a guest and fill out the guest form. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful day.